0: Today on the show... Is Rolling Fork ever going to be Rolling Fork? It's going to be a while. Tornadoes devastated two small towns in Mississippi. We'll also check in with Israel, where a political crisis is unfolding. This is The 7 from The Washington Post. I'm Jeff Pierre. It's Monday, March 27th. Let's get you caught up with today's 7 stories. At least 26 people were killed in Mississippi and Alabama on Friday night. Dozens more were injured. More severe storms rolled across the South yesterday and tornadoes touched down in Georgia too. The hardest hit places were Rolling Fork and Silver City in Mississippi. Rolling Fork was essentially flattened. This is Damien Harris, who lost his mother in the tornado. Home ain't home. Coming home to no home, it hit different. You know what I'm saying? It feels like a dream, but you know, when you come out here like, this is a disaster. You can't really complain about your problem when everybody done lost everything, you know what I'm saying? Both towns are rural and predominantly black. Federal disaster assistance has been approved for the hardest-hit counties in Mississippi. But even with that, people are probably facing a long road to recovery. Number two. Israel has been plunged into a political crisis. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu wants to remake the nation's courts. And the controversial plans have sparked protests in major cities in recent weeks. Netanyahu fired his defense minister yesterday. He had opposed Netanyahu's plans. Within minutes of all of that, Israeli citizens like Amr Krizel took to the streets yesterday. We're here to protest. We feel that... We have no other way, we have to, we have to speak, we have to show ourselves and say, this is it, up here, this has to to be stopped, this prime minister is not qualified anymore. Israeli universities, workers unions and hospitals announced a general strike and the international airport began freezing outgoing flights. All of this was done in support of the protesters. At number three, Silicon Valley Bank has a new owner. SVB is being purchased by First Citizen Bank, which is based in Raleigh, North Carolina. All 17 of SVB's branches will open today under the new ownership. This is a significant step towards calming the chaos that unfolded after SVB collapsed this month. It was the second biggest bank collapse in U.S. history and triggered a crisis in the banking industry. It exposed weaknesses in the industry that officials are still trying to understand and address. Russia said it plans to store tactical nuclear weapons in Belarus. That's story number four. Russian President Vladimir Putin announced the move on Saturday. Belarus is a close ally of Moscow and shares a border with Russia and northern Ukraine. This is a big escalation of Putin's nuclear rhetoric. But U.S. officials said there's no evidence that Russia has actually moved any weapons yet. Number five is part of an exclusive post-investigation into the AR-15 and the weapons role in America. The AR-15 is the best-selling rifle in the U.S. New polling from the Post and Ipsos found that about 1 in 20 U.S. adults, that's roughly 16 million people, own at least one AR-15. One deadly consequence, the gun has been involved in 10 of the 17 worst U.S. mass shootings since 2012. The rise in ownership began almost two decades ago after a federal ban on assault weapons expired in 2004. A handful of manufacturers saw a chance to ride a post-9-11 surge in military glorification. They also stoked a desire among new gun owners to personalize their weapons with tactical accessories. You can dive deeper into this investigation at WashingtonPost.com. Number six, my bracket is broken and the final four of the NCAA men's basketball tournament is set. Connecticut and Florida Atlantic made it in on Saturday. Yesterday, San Diego State beat Creighton and Miami toppled Texas to complete the lineup. They've determined it's over. For the first time in school history, San Diego State is going to the final four. A heartbreaking loss for Creighton. It's been a year of upsets. This will be just the third Final Four since 1985 without any number one seeds. Both games will be held on Saturday in Houston, followed by the championship game next Monday. In the women's tournament, we're halfway to the Final Four. LSU and Iowa advanced yesterday. Hawkeye star Caitlin Clark scored 41 points and had a triple double in Iowa's win over Louisville. Tonight, to round out the women's final four, South Carolina meets Maryland and Virginia Tech plays Ohio State. At number seven, AI image generators are getting better at drawing hands. This is actually a big deal. Hands have been one of the major things tripping up powerful text to image generators, making it easier to tell a real image from a fake one hands are often hidden gesturing or folded in photographs which are what ai software uses to learn this has made it hard for the ai software to understand and replicate one generator released a big improvement this month it was used last week to make incredibly realistic but very fake images of former president donald trump being arrested that's the show for today But now it's time to talk about the next part of your news routine. And this one gives you some bragging rights. The Washington Post recently launched a daily news quiz. It's called On The Record. So here's what's up. Monday through Thursday, you get a single question based on a quote that's been in the news. Over those four days, you're earning points. And then on Friday, there are 10 quotes and a big final bonus question on which you can wager all your points and try to double your score. Today's question is about a school in Florida and Renaissance art. The quiz again is called On the Record. Look it up or go to WashingtonPost.com slash news dash quiz. I'm Jeff Pierre, and I'll meet you back here tomorrow.